Ryan Daniels, good morning. Good morning. Hey, God, don't you hate that when your helicopter upsets oh, the neighbours? Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I try to get the quieter ones, you know, the ones, <laughs> well, the new ones, you, the hybrids. Isn't they're isn't a bit when you quieter. Get, um, oh, are they? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, but you've got Mr. Stokes' um, chauffeur picking up, That's right? true. Yeah. yeah, that's on the other days. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, mate? Very nice. I'm good. Right. Hey, finally. Lise, it's here. The bye. Yay. It's bye gone. Bye. Good bye-bye. Bye-bye to the bye-bye. All right. It's over. And okay. we're back in footy season. Okay. The finals, they're finally here. <laughs> So, big week for the Dockers, obviously. First oh, final what in does it look like? seven years, their mm. first final. Yep. Uh, so, they had a big training session on Saturday, which I think we spoke about on Friday, which was, you know, fans come down. And they did have oh, a really yeah. good little crowd come down and mm. real passionate. Oh, cool. Cheer them on. And nice. um, it was a nice moment. And, and everyone got through okay. So, Fifey and Griffin Logue did everything they needed to do. Yep. So, you can put a tick on both of those guys. Rory Lobb did a bit less, but that was expected, and Tabana did even less than that. So okay. I would say the likelihood is that Logue, Fife, Lockerman, Lobb, I would say yes, and Tabana at this point is probably the one to watch this week. Okay. Now, the question is then as well, can you play Lobb and Tabana together anymore now that Logue has kind of switched forward and you've got mm. Fife down there? You start to get almost too many people. But yeah. I think the way they see Matt Tabana is that he is a guy who on his day can win them a final. Yeah. And, yeah. and in finals, you need multiple guys who can do that because not everyone stands up in that moment. Mm. So maybe it's Rory Lobby kicks three or four. Maybe it's Tabiner who kicks three or four. Maybe Fifey finds that forward line form that we've been looking for. So you need multiple guys who can do that in the moment mm -hmm. with also not being too tall Yes, because the weather is looking a little bit shaky for yeah. Saturday night. So yeah, you've okay. got to take all these things into account. And that will be the biggest thing on Justin Longmuir and his selection committee's mind this week. Mm. How do we build this team with the weather? Mm. Bulldog are a fast team? Is Tabernard going to be fit enough? All of these questions that they have to mull over. So they've got a light training session today. Tomorrow, Good. the players get a day off. And then Wednesday, Thursday, they'll go real hard. Friday, the Bulldogs fly into town. Dockers will do a light sort of session themselves. Yep. And then it's game on Saturday night, baby. There you go. You also don't want to take a risk with finals with too many blokes coming in injured. That's the thing. Because always susceptible. What so. was it? Malthouse always used to say that. You don't, you don't play anyone who's not 100% in a final just because if mm. they if they do get hurt. I mean, mm. it's a bit different now. You've got the sub. Yeah, true. But still, yeah. you don't want people who are underdone. Mm. Um, and we've seen Tabner won in that game against Essendon earlier in the year, seven goals at um, Marvel. Yep. Um, and it, 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 I just think when he's in that team, he does straighten them up a little bit. And it mm. gives Rory Lobb the second best defender. So... I don't know. The the Bulldogs are looking pretty good too. Marcus Bondapelli mm. had an adductor issue. He's all good to go. Mm -hmm. So it's it's shaping up to be a massive final. I spoke to Simon Garlic the other day. We did a. Oh, interview, I saw that last night. Yeah. yeah, I mean things are going really well at, at Fremantle. Like so, you're sitting there and you're going, well, I don't have anything controversial to ask him. Mm. Things are great. So how good are things, Simon? And he's like, yeah, really good. Thank you. And that was about the interview. Yeah. Um, but no, he didn't we, answer you about Luke Jackson, but he sort of did. He sort of, yeah. He basically said, look, I'm not, oh, we don't talk about opposition players, mm. but we've put ourselves in a position financially where we could bring in other players. So he sort of roundabout said, look, we're in the mix. But, okay. but they do have this sort of thing where they don't like to talk about other players, which I understand. I yeah. get that. It's a respect thing. Yeah. I see that. Uh, the Eagles had their, is yeah. it their fairest and best? Or? Yeah. Well, they call it the Club Champion Awards. J yeah. John Warsford the Medal. The Wusher. The Wusher. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody got a sticker everybody, and yeah. said, I ran in a race. Although some of them didn't even get to run in the race. Um, no, look, I, I think on those nights, it's fascinating when you, you go to those awards. I didn't go on Friday night, but I've been to plenty where it's been bad seasons, plenty where it's been good seasons for yep. both clubs. Yep. Yeah. And the bad ones are almost more interesting in some ways because 
those are tough years for mm. them to get through. So it's fascinating to hear the leaders talk. It's fascinating to see who stood up in those really crummy years. Yep. And so mm-hmm. Tom Barris wins his first John Walsford medal, and he was superb this year. He really was. Like Outstanding, it, it, wasn't he? So if you're going to take something out of this season, you look at things like that and you go, well, maybe Barris wouldn't have been a best and fairest winner had he not had those injuries around him, had mm. opportunity to stand up and be the guy down back. McGovern's out, a couple other defenders go down. Mm. So mm-hmm. things like that you can take forward. So next year he goes into the season with, you know, this confidence, this, hey, I'm I'm the best you know, player at the club last year. I yeah. can do this. Shannon Hearn was second in the BNF and Tim Kelly was third. Best young player was Brady Hoff. He had a really good season as well. Yep. And I'm adamant, I don't think he would have played a game had they been fully healthy because he was this sort of skinny, raw kid, mm. you know, coming from the country footy. And he ended up playing, I think, about 15 or 16 games, right. which is, again, another positive that you tick on it. Oscar Allen won uh, Chris Mayne wearing medal as the best clubman. Not bad for a guy who didn't play a game, is it? Because all the stuff he was doing around the club. Well, there you go. Match There's day. another one, right? So mm. Oscar Allen immerses himself in all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He helps yeah. with coaching. He helps with match day. He helps with, you know, developing some of the other guys. Mm. And so there's another little tick. And I'm looking for positives here, I know. It was a disastrous year. <laughs> yeah. But there are little things that you can just say, okay, well, let's take some of that and drag it into next year. And hopefully there's a positive uptick. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, they are important nights after a bad year. You want to hear yeah. what the CEO, the coach, and the president yeah. have to say. That's right. Yeah. Geez, okay. I'm glass half full this morning, aren't I? You are, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you're, over, you're overflowing that <laughs> cup. Of... Are you sitting on a lotus leaf? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, with the helicopter was a nice yeah. ride this well, morning. Was. There was only a couple of other ones in the air. The AFLW Rhino is back. It is. It sure is. And we were just having a bit of a chat about it. And I wrote something for the paper on Saturday about where the AFLW is at. And yes. look, I'm a big believer that this league is going to be big. Mm. I think that they're, they're investing a lot of money in it. I think over time, mm. when you get a lot more of these athletes coming in that have played footy for their whole lives because they can see these girls playing and they can go, hey, like a little five, six-year-old girl, my daughter, for instance, would go, I want to play footy because yeah. I can see girls playing footy, it's right? Tiring, yeah. But we haven't had that before. So I think there's a slow process in getting really high quality and enough high quality players in there to get to a standard when everybody's watching these games going, how good is this? Yes. But right now we're still watching games and we're going, oh, okay, this game's not so great. Like Geelong and Richmond yesterday, the score was 15 to 11 for the whole game. Yeah. yeah. So you're just you're yeah. struggling a little bit in that space. And I don't think it's anything to do with the athletes. They're, they're working their butts off. They're training mm. hard and they're getting better and better. Every year you can see improvement. But the league started with eight teams Seven, eight years ago, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. They now have 18 teams, right? So that is a, a significant increase. It's, it's ridiculous. Quick. It's, well, if you do the playing list, it's 240 players to 540 players. Yeah. Yeah. So they've just plucked 300 extra players. And that's not even not even taking into account that of those original 240, it was probably mm. about you know, 180 high end. Yes. So it, it's really difficult to expand it's, anything that quickly. It's spreading these people too far. Too I mean, thin. Very, very the, thin, the, yeah. The men's competition did evolve over 120 plus years. Correct. Mm. Yeah. You know, it didn't Correct. just, it wasn't just 18 teams from yeah. the beginning. So no. why did it become 18 from eight in well, seven it, years? Is that about a marketing thing? Because every club goes, we want Every club wanted team a team, we right? So team. originally okay. there was a few clubs who were a bit like, oh, we'll see how this goes. Okay. And Quality then once it, yeah, once mm, it yeah. sort of came in and went bang, like that first season, it was great. Yes. Every team was like, well, now we want a team and we want a team. And mm. they were being quite 
pushy and aggressive about it, suddenly you expand really quickly mm. and, and you've it's done... It's cutting off your nose to spite your face. Exactly. So, oh, look, I still believe that we're looking at, in 10 years' time, things will be great. But of course. It's, it just slows the growing down, mm. I think. You just, you just really... Because if it's not interesting to watch, well, then you've yeah. lost your audience. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you yeah, still get the yeah. passionate, the, the diehards, and, and there is a lot of those people. And, and it, I, as I said, I think we'll get there, but just I think the process has slowed down. It's also a very costly thing to run. You don't want the AFL backing off from how much they're supporting it because you're not getting the money, the revenue through the yeah, gates. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. I, now, I've, I've lost my glass half full. I'm now glass half Sorry, mate, but oh, we need sorry. to be honest about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that that's the key. Please, uh-huh. a bit of honesty about it and actually watching it and giving your honest opinion rather than just going, yeah, that's great. Let's ignore it over into the Because yeah, it doesn't mean you're not supporting it. No, nah, correct. You want it to be good yep. quality as yeah. well. And there are some unbelievable players in the AFLW. Yep, absolutely. Mm. The cricket is back. Yeah, uh, the cricket's back. It's uh, Summer started early. It's a bit cold, but in Townsville, it's probably warm because that's mm. where they played. Yep. So Andrew Simons, um, obviously he passed away over the, over the earlier part of this year. This is the first game that the Aussie team has played in Australia since he passed. Yeah. So there was a, a tribute there for him pre-game. It was quite nice. A lot of the things that he loved, they brought to the wicket. His kids, Chloe and Will, they were the, the drink runners for the Aussie team. So it was a really nice moment. Uh, and then the Aussies went on and did him proud. They beat Zimbabwe by five wickets. Um, Dave Warner was solid, 57, and Steve Smith, 48, not out. But our boy Cam Green, yeah. the next superstar of cricket in Australia. Awesome, the big fella. WA boy, five for 33. So great for Cam. Um, that's his best numbers in any Australian team. So he is rising fast. And in mm. cricket, the Scorchers did something weird uh, in selection yeah. on the weekend. Well, we were all watching the – well, not all of us. I was watching the draft <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. And uh, you're sort of going, okay, who are they going to pick at, yeah. at selection number six? And on the board, you've got big names, you know, Faf Duplessis, Andre Russell, Kieran Pollard, Dwayne Bravo. These are elite T20 players in the world. International names. And the Scorchers get to their pick and Adam Voger says, ah, yeah, we'll pass. We'll pass? Pass. And everyone's going, what? What does that even mean? How does that work? What's he on, a contestant on The Chaser? What's going on? Yeah, he just didn't know the answer to the question. He was like, just say one of those names, Adam. (laughs) Yeah, big name. But they were being clever, right? So the Scorchers' big thing has always been about culture and consistency. So a lot of those players I mentioned has said, yeah, yeah, we'll play in the Big Bash. But we'll only play five games. Okay. Which or is what six Warner, games. Warner's doing. Yeah. yeah, or seven. And then I'm going to go off to the UAE and earn 10 times the amount. Yeah. yeah. What the Scorchers want, they want players who are going to be there from the start of the oh, tournament okay. right through to the end of the tournament. So you get consistency. It actually becomes a team. Right. And that's why they've been so successful. In almost all of the Scorchers' wins, they have never had the most talented team, mm-hmm. but they've had the best team. Okay. So it, it, I think that's a smart approach, and it's the Scorcher way, and you got to back them in. Cool, actually, yeah. it is right. Yeah. So so they got Laurie Evans at their next pick, pick twelve. Yep. Um, he was the guy who was a player of the final. Mm. Um, they picked up Phil Salt and Tymel Mills, a couple of English guys. Uh, so they've just they've done it the Scorcher way. We've got to back them in. Method that's to their madness. Awesome. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and we're still on cricket. Sportsman-y. Yeah, very sportsmany. <laughs> now speaking of cricket, yeah. sportswomany. Yeah. yeah. Um, the preseason for local cricket has just gotten underway. Yeah. And yep. as you know, our producer Susie. Susie. Yeah. She yeah. is an absolute Mad superstar of, of cricket she these is. days. On and off the field. Les Murdy Mazinot Cricket Club. My spiritual yep. home. She's a keeper, right? So you can imagine Susie just. <laughs> She's a keeper, right? Right behind. Yeah, good yep. one. Thank good you. one. Wise <laughs> cracks behind the stumps there, just, you know, Could chirping. You can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. She'll talk you off the field. But watching her. She would. <laughs> 
She took you into a wicket. Yeah. The, yeah, the last couple. Well, she's only going. been playing for a couple of years, and yeah. she's just fallen completely head over heels in love with this game. Mm. Mm. And and it's it's actually been pretty inspiring to watch. And there's actually tryouts for her club coming up. That's mm. on September 10. So anyone who's interested in going down and having a look, juniors, yeah. men, women, I would. I would consider going down because watching yep. Susie fall in love, as I said, with yeah. cricket. In one season. It's been pretty, pretty amazing. Pretty, yeah. pretty cool. And yeah. we're seeing the just, signs up for cricket clubs all around Perth. But Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Just quietly. She has a bit of control over some of the social side of it as well. Trust ah. me, you'll be in the right team. Party, party with Susie. <laughs> party. It's just our Susie. Watch it's been, out. Fantastic. some control over her social side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sensational. So there's Thank Ludie. you, Ryan. Yeah, that's the one. No awesome. worries, guys. Thanks See you Friday. Oh, it's a big week. Oh, it's a big week. Oh, we'll catch you then. <laughs>